0: Thank you for joining us around the fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit RandomActsNetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? It was the sort of thing that just didn't happen. Cars didn't just break down, not on empty roads with dirt shoulders, and certainly not at night. When she'd set out from the last town, maybe 40 minutes back, she hadn't worried about the funny sounds the car was making. It would make it to her cousin's cabin. It just would. But it didn't. When she'd called the nearest tow truck, an automated voice had informed her that she'd have to wait for the morning. Five more increasingly frantic calls had turned up nothing better. She would have to wait out the night. As she was trying to figure out the closest the back seat would let her get to lying down, she heard a light, careful knock from outside the car. Alarmed, she sat up. It took her a few seconds to even see that, cloaked in the dark, there was a figure standing near the passenger window. She clicked the car's lights back on, and instantly the figure backed up. She could see a silhouette only. A woman, tall, wearing a dress and some sort of cloak or veil. Her head was turned towards the ground, hiding the face entirely. She rolled the window down about halfway. Can I help you? The voice "'clearer and younger than she had expected, answered back. "'Do you need a place to stay the night?' "'The woman unnerved her, just a little, "'but so did staying in the car the whole night. "'She weighed the two carefully before answering. "'Thank you so much. I'll get my bag.' "'Do what you need,' said the woman, "'with just a little bit of an accent she couldn't quite place. "'Only no lights,' She paused. No lights? That's the rule. She stepped out of the car and circled the trunk, all the while desperately trying to explain the situation away. It could be a religious thing. Or maybe it was just for the night. There was someone she wasn't supposed to wake up. Or she could have some kind of deformity that she was shy about. It was all perfectly normal. The woman waited for her, still facing just away from her in the car. When she got her suitcase, she followed the woman as she walked into the field, towards a distant house. There were no lights on in it. Is it just you out here? She asked casually. No, the woman said. Together, they came to the house. It was one story tall, with a corrugated metal roof. It hadn't been painted for at least a few years. The woman eased the door open. Inside, it was pitch black. And you did what I said? No lights? No lights, she repeated. Although as she did, her finger snuck into her pocket and touched the lighter she always carried there. Can I ask? It's the rule the woman said and gestured her in. As she entered the small house, she found herself entirely blind. Only the creak of the wooden floor under her shoes and a faint but unpleasant smell she couldn't place told her anything about where she was. "'I've brought a guest,' the woman called out loudly as the door closed, startling her slightly. "'We'll have something to eat,' "'You'll be glad.' "'Thank you, but it's not necessary,' she said, tottering carefully forward. She heard other movements around her, but had no idea how many people there were or how large the room was. "'I just need a place to lie down,' and... As she spoke, she bumped into what she realized was a chair. Slowly, as her eyes adjusted to the light, she became aware of a long table with many figures sitting or standing around it. All of them wore the same cloak as the one who had found her. "'Eat,' said a voice she didn't recognize, laying a plate in front of her on the table. "'You'll be glad you did.' She eased her way into the chair and tried to make her eyes pierce the shadows. The other figures were all sitting down around her, but their faces were hidden. Most of them seemed to be staring straight down into their food. She fingered the lighter in her pocket. Just a glimpse, she thought, just enough to know what's going on. They couldn't be mad at her for that. There was no sound or movement as the figures chewed. They lifted the food into the shadows of their faces, then dropped their fork back to the dish. Her hand found her own fork, and she hesitantly smelled a bite of the food. It had none of the unpleasant odor. When she finally tasted it, it was good, soft and almost sweet in an odd way. "'Is it always dark like this?' she asked. "'All the time?' "'That's the rule,' said another of them, and then silence nothing but the sounds of forks and plates. The unpleasant smell seemed to grow worse every second. It made her almost lightheaded. She fingered the lighter. It made her feel powerful. She could end all of this anytime she wanted to. So, are you a family? A church? Uh She drifted off, no answer. Her thumb slowly spun the lighter cylinder. How long have you been here? Eat, said another voice. You'll be glad. That was when she pulled the lighter out and turned it on. For one moment, before it blew back out, she saw everything. She saw the walls, old and covered in brown stains. She saw what they had been eating. She saw the faces, not just rotten and decayed, but warped, twisted into a new, monstrous shape, one with a wide mouth and sharp teeth. After a few moments of light, the lighter went out. The darkness was complete again, and so was the silence. "'Too bad,' said a new voice." The last she ever heard. If you had just followed the rule.